Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. I am reading some excerpts from uh, a book by Watchman Nee called The Messenger of the Cross. May have done it before, probably will do it again. But I'm revisiting it because one of the assignment goals of Nancy McCrady Ministries is to reproduce as many messengers of the cross. And to do that, of course, I can only do that which depends on me. And then others have to decide that they want to join in and do the same and to be a messenger. So I'm just simply reading some excerpts with comments here and there. And uh, so I encourage you to take hold of this because as we read Galatians, as in all of the episodes here on Tent Talk, We want to be those who go with him ourselves, that we enter in for ourselves, as Jesus said in Luke 11.52 in the Amplified Classic, and then we want to be a big open door for others to get to him. So here we go, my friends. Thanks for being on the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries. All right, here we are again together. We are opening up right where we left off before... And in my book, that's page 38 at the very bottom, chapter 1, The Messenger of the Cross, the section titled, The Oppression and Attack of Satan. And then it's going to go right into the last section of chapter 1, The Victory of the Cross. Now I want you to make note that at the close of the chapter, I want you to remember that these were writings Um, training lessons that Watchman Nee was passing on in China. He was not sitting down to pen books so that he could market them and be an author. He was training, equipping, awakening, uh, provoking the people of God to prepare them to live unto God. And this was written January 15th. 1926. (laughs) Okay, I want you to understand that. So in some of the examples he gives, you know, you might be thinking, oh, I don't know, is that, is that always the work of the enemy when babies cry in a meeting? (laughs) Right? I want you to, you know, get up a little higher and, and, and look at what he's really saying. Because he's giving examples of how it can be when there are distractions just by normal things. But he's going to tell you that the messenger of the cross must be able to discern, hmm, it's not that baby is crying and that's the devil. (laughs) What he's saying is, is when there's just a stirring in the spirit of things that are a little bit chaotic and there's distractions and it's the air feels heavy and there's this and there's that. He's saying, could we, could we as messengers of the cross be discerning, right? Go show love to the baby, but take authority over the atmosphere, right? That might be bringing an agitation to that precious baby, right? And where people are bickering and they don't like the temperature of the room and there's this and there's that. 
And you, as the one who might be speaking, sharing, teaching, training, you begin to feel this suffocation and you're like, wow, things are not going well. Wow, you know, and you have to, to be able, just on this simple scale, to be able to discern that sometimes the enemy doesn't come with an all-out frontal attack. Sometimes he's just stirring, and it seems like it's a low boil. You know, it's like water when it's at a, a low rumble and a boil. And it's simply about discerning what's going on. Now catch this. And then once you discern that you release the power of the cross, my friends. So let me read this, and I, I just wanted to preface. I want you to understand the time frame in which he wrote it, but it's as sure and true today that the point is, is that we must be discerning so that we, the messenger, right? The, the ones who might be leading the meeting, which means you are the door opener for other people to know the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And you have an authority. You have a responsibility for you to stay sharp. You can't make everybody else in the room sharp. You're not responsible for every person in the room to behave. But you are responsible to them to truly lead, to truly serve in the power of the cross. So I just wanted to preface uh, these last two short sections, but they are very important because as in all things, it culminates in the finished work of the cross of Jesus. This is the power we need to release, and he's going to tell you why. So here we go, the oppression and attack of Satan. Satan hates the preaching of the word of the cross. If we faithfully proclaim the Lord's cross, we will suffer opposition from him. He often assaults the messenger of the cross in the following ways. He may attack by weakening the latter's health, causing him to lose his voice or to encounter many physical dangers, or by oppressing his spirit to near suffocation. He, the enemy, may work in the environment to create misunderstanding, opposition, and even persecution. He may disturb the weather, hindering people from attending meetings. He may cause disorder or confusion in the meeting. He may incite the dogs to bark or the babies to cry. Sometimes he may work in the atmosphere, making the meeting heavy, suffocating, oppressive, or gloomy. All these are the works of the enemy, which a messenger of the cross must recognize. Since we have such an enemy and may encounter such opposition, we ought to know the victory of the cross. What the Lord Jesus has there accomplished is more than solely solving the problem of the sinner. There, he, Jesus, has pronounced the sentence of judgment upon Satan. There, at the cross, he has defeated the enemy. Quote, that through death, he, Jesus, might bring to naught him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and might deliver all them who through fear of death 
were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Hebrews 2, 14, 15. Now here is Colossians 2, 15. Having despoiled the principalities and powers, the Lord Jesus made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. The cross is where Satan has been overcome, for he has received the fatal blow there. We know that to this end was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. 1 John 3, 8. And where does this happen? The simple answer is at the cross. We also know that the Lord Jesus came to bind the strong man, Matthew 12, 29. And where again? Naturally, at Calvary's cross. We ought to realize that the Lord Jesus has won the battle on the cross. We must know the victory of the cross. We need to recognize that Satan is already a defeated foe, and hence we must not be defeated and the enemy must not conquer. Satan has no right to overcome again. Except for a total defeat of himself, he should not have anything. Let us, therefore, lift up the victory of the cross, both before and after we see the work of Satan. Let us praise aloud the victory of Christ. Before we begin to work, we can declare before the Lord, Praise the Lord, for He has overcome. Christ is the overcomer. Satan is already defeated. The enemy is already destroyed. Calvary is victory. The cross is victory. We may so declare this till in our spirit we know the Lord will again win the fight. We should stand on the ground of the cross, asking for victory as well as for the destruction of the works of the devil. We should ask God to cover us and those who attend the meeting with the precious blood of our Lord Jesus so that we will not be attacked by Satan but will overcome him. Revelation 12:11 in portion says, and they overcame him, Satan, because of the blood of the lamb. Recently, while I was laboring in southern Fukien province, the devil frequently tried to oppress and attack me and assault me. Yet the Lord taught me in this experience. Okay, now this is me. Okay, <laughs> take note of this. Where did the Lord teach Watchman Nee? In this experience. My friends, Many times our learning is going to happen in the experience of such things. So let me, let me start again on that sentence. Yet the Lord taught me in this experience that I should stand on the ground of the cross and praise Him. At times my spirit 
was deeply oppressed. I had no liberty, as though a weight of a thousand pounds was being pressed on my heart. At other times, upon entering the meeting hall, I felt the very air had been polluted by the works of the devil. Under such circumstances, and though I prayed most earnestly, I could not prevail. So I began to praise Christ for his victory on the cross. I boasted in the cross and derided the enemy, saying he could not work any more, for he was a defeated foe. Subsequently, I felt truly liberated, and the atmosphere of the meeting was also changed. Praise the Lord, for the cross is victorious. Praise the Lord, for Satan is defeated. We should know how in prayer to exercise the various aspects of the victory of the cross against all the wiles, powers, and assaults of the enemy. Whenever there is opposition and any kind of confusion, we can declare the victory of Calvary's cross. Though we may not feel anything, yet by faith we claim its victory, and the enemy shall be defeated. If we are really joined to the cross, allowing it to do a deeper work in our life and service and trusting wholeheartedly in the victory of the cross, God will cause us to triumph everywhere. May God awaken us who are unprofitable servants to be workmen that needeth not to be ashamed. 2 Timothy 2.15 Written January 15th, 1926, in Amoy, China. Well, that concludes the reading of chapter 1 of The Messenger of the Cross. There is so much in those last two short sections. My friends, the victory is already absolute and perfect but it must be released through those who are um, experiencing his victory in us. It is always the order of God to bring deliverance to us and then through us. You see, it doesn't really say that the enemy, uh, when I first opened with the first section It doesn't really say that Satan hates all preaching. It says he hates the preaching of the word of the cross. Why? Well, because that's where he was completely defeated, outwitted by the Lord, right? The whole time the enemy thinks, oh, we've got Jesus, we're taking him down. I mean, really? The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are like, look, this is our idea. (laughs) Hmm? It's our idea to come and to uh, die on the cross and to, you know, liberate all mankind. Hmm? See, the enemy, he knows. He's been completely outwitted, right? But the problem is, is when hell knows more than the church. The problem is, is when 
Hale is very clear on the total and absolute victory of Jesus Christ on the cross. But when the church doesn't know that, then the enemy can continue to deceive, to confuse, to lead astray, cause us to trust in our many works, to look to our performance, our anointing. No, no, no. We share, right, because of the goodness of God, we have been included in the victory of Jesus. We have been brought into it. We share in it. And when we finally come to the place where we trust in nothing but the finished work of Jesus on the cross, and we allow Holy Spirit, by our full dependency upon him, to release the power of the cross in us first, for us. This is why when we begin to release the power of the cross towards the enemy and to free people and to deal with things, right? We're not doing it in judgment as though we ourselves are someone so much better than others who might still be in the clutches of the enemy. No, we release the power of the cross as those who needed it for ourselves and should fully understand the bondage that stares us in the face. And and just to speak about current events, if you will, uh, recently at the Grammys, you know, all all the 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 stirring right of of performances that were so demonic and this that and the other right come on now are you not releasing the same power towards them who are in bondage as what you needed or do you think it's some kind of special you know power that they need no they need the same power right so i can i can judge flesh i can judge the enemy, what I can't do is judge that someone else's bondage is worse than my own. What I can do is say, Father, the same deliverance you brought to me, now, together, let's release it towards others. Thank you for your goodness, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for your full and total obedience to the Father that denied him nothing, so that in the power of the cross, all people might be delivered from themselves and unto you. See, some people would be happy if just homosexuals got delivered from having sex with the same sex and would just go have sex with someone of the opposite sex. My friends, that's not the deliverance that we seek. Some think if they would just quit dressing, if men would just quit dressing like women um, and just dress like men, they would be satisfied with that deliverance. My friends, our bondage is much deeper than the clothes that we wear and the dances that we perform. The deliverance that we need must have the cross thrust into the very spirit of a person to deliver them from the same bondage that you were in, which was to yourself. We must allow the Father to deliver us so that we have some understanding of the glory of what he has done, that we then, without hesitation, and bathed in the love of Christ that we ourselves share in would release it to every person 
Though they may mock us and ridicule us, didn't we used to once mock people and ridicule people? I did. <laughs> I mocked people and ridiculed Christians. I, I mean, come on. When we, who are the recipients of the full obedience of Jesus, I wasn't delivered because of my obedience. I was delivered because of his obedience. And once I obeyed his deliverance, amazingly, it became my own. I haven't just been delivered from certain behaviors. I was delivered from me and my independent nature, right? Which is what plagues every person. And this is the victory of Jesus, the all-out, all-inclusive victory of the cross of Jesus. Not two pieces of wood. You're not releasing the power of a religious symbol. You're releasing the power of the absolute and total obedience of the Son to the Father through the power of Holy Spirit. It's what they did to bring us home to themselves. My friends, do you know the victory of the cross? I'm opening Cross Encounter tonight here in Inger, Germany. This is February 9th. And about 40, maybe a little more than 40 people are making their way. So it's so timely, the readings of this for me. It becomes so fresh to me again. To remember, this is not my event. I'm not doing this to have some nice Christian ministry. I am thrusting the cross into this field here, into the field of people that they might be captured by the love of God which is displayed in the cross of Jesus. You see, this is why it's horrific when we think we are going to define what love is. When mankind thinks he or she gets to decide, well, this is what love is. This is love to me. This is how I experience love. This is... Mm, my friends, God is love. It's not a feeling. It's not something that moves in your body when you see a certain kind of individual person. Hmm? It's the person of God himself. And we don't define love. God is love. You see... When the cross comes, my friends, it is going to cut and divide between the two kingdoms. And there's not going to be confusion anymore. But if you just argue and debate people over their behaviors and this and that, okay, and you don't know the cross for your own deliverance, you're going to be hard-pressed to pass it on to others. So could we first enter in for ourselves into the victory of the cross. And then I promise you and can guarantee you by the goodness of God and by the power of his word and the authority of his word, 
you're going to be able to discern the enemy a whole lot clearer. But you're going to know first and foremost, the devil can't do anything apart from the independence of mankind. That's his doorway. Hmm? This wicked world system, you want to know how it can operate? Through the nature of mankind. That's why when you look at the cross and you see where it says that by the cross, he, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. My friends, what God killed was the old man. He didn't kill the devil. He didn't kill the wicked world system, if you will. He killed the door that allows both to operate, which is the old man, the sinner. That's why how can his church call herself a sinner? Right? We've got to get clarity on these things. Mm. You want to know what God considered the real core of the problem. You look at what God took down at the cross and the death of his son. Jesus became sin. Jesus became us and took the entire condition of mankind upon himself and took it to the death, not to the rehabilitation, not to fixing. He took it to the death. Now you'll see what God considers the core of the problem. The enemy can't do just anything he wants. He's got to find people who will allow him to operate. And when we embrace the finished work of Jesus and embrace the cross and let it have its work continuously, see the work of the cross, I'm going way too far in this. I need to, I need to, it's, I need to stop. Okay, so hold on. Okay, the work of the cross is towards all that is old. The way of the cross, my friends, is the way the new man lives. It's God's way of life. The cross in all of its glory, in all of its finished work, in all of its inclusive victory must be released. We must stand on the ground of his finished work and nothing else. So as I function as a door for others to enter in over these next three days at Cross Encounter here in Inger, Germany. I'm going to stand. I'm going to praise God for his deliverance. Any opposition of the enemy will be met in the power of the cross. Not in my personal power. Not in my personal anointing. No. <laughs> We share in the anointing of Jesus. We share in that which he has done. And we gladly release it straight in to the gut of the enemy and his kingdom. And that victory will accomplish exactly what God sent it to do. Just as sure as the word says that God releases his word and it will not return empty and void, it will accomplish what he sent it to do. We release the word of the cross. 
We release the power of the cross. And when you live as a crucified person, which means there's a, there's a death working in you, therefore it will be life to others. And now remember, it'll be life to you also. It can't be life to others if it's not first life to you. So a crucified person, okay, is not like I'm dead, I'm dead. Listen, crucified people are then resurrected. Jesus was crucified and then resurrected because resurrection life can only come out of death. So we've got to we've got to let God bring the fully orbed victory and deliverance. Don't stay one dimensional, my friends. Let Holy Spirit lead you through all of the victory. And drink deep, my friends, for yourself and pass that cup on to others. And when you're appalled at the blatant demonic things that you're going to see, and you are, be sure you are also horrified when mankind is so good without Jesus also. Are you as offended at the goodness of man when it flaunts in front of God in religion as you are when the evil of man flaunts itself at the Grammys? Are you looking around for good people? No, look unto Christ. He is the only hope of any glory and the only hope of all mankind. Please don't go looking for some good self-righteous people and then cloister yourself away. Be delivered, my friends, by the cross daily. (laughs) And you're delivered not just from something. You are being delivered to the Father through the finished work of Jesus and the power and person of Holy Spirit because this is about them. Enjoy your day, my friends. I love you all, and I pray for you. I pray for all those that are headed to Cross Encounter. Would you stand with me and pray, stand in agreement that that which we have needed, what we have received via the goodness of God, that we would release it now. Release it. You don't have to stand behind a pulpit to release that power. You can release that power in every conversation you have today. Just a whisper unto the Father. Father, release the power of the cross to draw people unto yourself. Wherever you are. You're talking to someone at Walmart. you on the phone having a business conversation. Come on, my friends. The Father has many, many ways he can work through his sons. So let's move as one with him. I love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.